Hi, I'm Kate. And I'm Mandy. And this is Love Sober. The podcast for the sober and sober curious. Hi there, welcome back to Love Sober, the podcast for the sober and sober curious. And today it's me, Mandy, and I am interviewing Johnny, who is from the Better Without app. It's a funny thing to sort of call you. You are a person too, not just from an app. Um, and um, yeah, we met Johnny uh, a few months ago. We started chatting, didn't we, about your business. And, you know, we're super sort of supportive of what they're doing. It's really exciting. And it's part of that kind of no low movement that, you know, we were just talking a moment ago. Um, Laura Willoughby and Club Soda have been so instrumental in kind of changing how we look at drinking culture in the UK and the world because your app's worldwide, isn't it? So, um, yeah, we always start with a check in. So how are you doing, Johnny, today? I'm Good, thank you. How are you? I'm pretty good. Yeah, we were saying the weather's a bit crazy, but um, so typically British, isn't it? Sort of weather, weather. Weather, weather, but it is. Um, you know, we, we especially in the UK, we've been going from like beautiful blue skies, and then next day it's grey and cloudy. So uh, it's definitely it's it's definitely one for challenging the moods. <laughs> yeah, and whereabouts in the UK are you based? Uh, so I'm just I'm in Twyford, which so just outside of Reading. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Fair enough. So we always start a little bit with your own sort of journey to being alcohol free, um, just to give some sort of context, I guess, to why this uh, business is important to you. So, yeah, tell us a little bit about your journey. Yeah. So um, my my journey with alcohol is an interesting one in terms of I didn't I didn't really drink until I was sort of 1920. Um you know, quite late in terms of, you know, most people get into it in their teens and go to parties and and whatever. And I, I wasn't that. I was very career focused. I left school. I went to college for a year and then I went straight into work. And I was very much like, whether it's right or wrong, work was my sort of life. And then um, I think as I started to sort of earn more money, I was, you know, you start buying drinks you go out you're like you know oh this is you know when you've got the money to enjoy it it's um you tend to in, in, enjoy that with with alcohol um and you know I then think I sort of really got uh, a love for beer I mean I love beer I love the taste of it um and you know I went from they say not drinking to then drinking much more and and I think I was very much a a binge drinker, um, not necessarily in, in in the week at sort of in my early twenties. wasn't in the week. It was, you know, weekends, um, and whether that was sort of going out with, you know, to watch rugby or watch sport or anything like that. You know, that culture of uh, almost celebrating with 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 a drink. Um, and I've always said it. You know, I think in the UK we've got this whole we celebrate through alcohol whether that's through you know celebrating someone's life when they've died or whether that's celebrating a birthday um and you know so I so again you know started to 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 drink more and then um I think naturally you know you work becomes stressful and you know I was working probably two three days in London you know you'd come out of a meeting at three o'clock and you know you'd be like ah it's time for a drink and you know it, it it becomes a habit that you 
that actually you know you start having a drink and then it's like oh actually I've had one I was really bad at just having one I'm not <laughs> I'm not that person um and you know I, I think it got to the point where and and I said this the other day that you know there's there's been moments a couple of years back in my life where you know things were challenging and I think naturally you know alcohol was a good number for the pain of grief and stuff that was going on and and you know I would find that actually for me the the bit that sort of started to trigger it is when I was home drinking you know for me it it was like almost like right I'm gonna take it wasn't like I'm gonna take one drink and go and have that this evening it's like there's my four drinks and that's my evenings you know it was almost before I'd even opened that first drink I knew that I was having having four um and then yeah as I say it's sort of for me it was a big part of giving up was the fact of of the effect it had on anxiety um and that that you know that was my sort of realization of actually I've got to to change this yeah so there's I mean we hear this quite a lot that that kind of common factor of stress you know and then some life impactful things happening you know and and that becoming that kind of coping mechanism and so how did that sort of show up with anxiety what what did it look like for you and how did you make the link between the two yeah so I think for me I it's really interesting I wanted to sort of I think I used alcohol to try and lose the control but I also had real fear of that. So when I was at home and, you know, drinking, actually it was a great way of, I thought a great way of relaxing and, you know, could have four, you know, four cans of beer and I can go to bed and I can, you know, almost be out of it in terms of my mind's away. And, but actually that is just the, the, the worst. Um, And I, but I think, for me where I was starting to really struggle is you know my anxiety anyway outside alcohol was was getting worse I've always had it um you know I was in a not so good relationship and I think it just was you know even going to London I was just feeling all very overwhelmed and you know I in my mind I could almost know that I was waiting for that drink to try and Mm. to try and calm um but it was for me, it was that realization that actually social occasions became quite overwhelming. And I think it, you know, you then drink to, you know, almost appear happy. Um, and look, you know, you can't, you, you can't try and take everything on and constantly appear happy. But we, you know, people don't like being around people who are negative um or or not in the best mood so I think I always felt that need to go I'll keep drinking I'll keep drinking and then the next day I would just feel horrendous and that anxiety of what happened what you know and it sort of you know spirals um and and for me when I so Covid came in and I was on furlough I was out on my bike I was you know not not working um coming home from you know bike ride afternoon cracking open a beer it was a very novelty that first lockdown was such a novelty and 
and I think all rules went for most people, especially with alcohol, went out the out the window. Um, and then I decided to sort of start cutting back, and then it was sort of the first social occasion again where I felt that need to just drink more and more. And I said it the other day on on another another podcast that. And for me, the defining moment was going to the bar and ordering two pints of Guinness. And my friend said, oh, who's the other one for? And I literally just downed it and walked yeah. off with the other one. And I, for me, that was that moment again. Now, that's, that's enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I resonate a lot with that. And I think a lot of people will. It's that, you know, that social anxiety of just it you know to start with it was the helper and then became the hell you know Mm. it's like it and and you know and that's I mean that's its job right that's what the 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 chemicals within an alcoholic drink do you know so um tell me about a sort of so you stopped in (laughs) sorry I thought I was gonna cough uh you stopped in lockdown one yeah yeah so just at the end so I I my last (laughs) Uh, so my sort of sober journey, my date that I um, you know, stopped completely um, was the 19th of July. Uh, so last year, so 2020. Um, so just over, yeah, just over a year now, 15 months. Yeah, um, well done. Thank you. And it's interesting because I, I, you know, I, I think when I made that decision of going, right, I'm stopping, um, that, I was quite I, I was quite stubborn and I think you know friends were like oh this is you know it's a phase and you know sort of going oh we'll think of all the moments you're going to miss and and actually I think that just made me more determined to carry on and so what did you what we um what were your first you know how did you get help did you use the groups how did you sort of support yourself in the beginning so my um my I got into a new late relationship during um I started speaking to someone in the middle of that that first lockdown and I um and he hadn't drank for five years um so that massively helped you know having someone who having a partner who doesn't drink um was was very helpful and then I I I I, for me a big part of it was discovering alcohol-free drinks you know, I knew I, I discovered them uh, probably a couple of years before that. And I had been drinking them, but it was more just as a like three o'clock on a, on a Friday, you know, when actually I really wanted a beer, but I probably shouldn't open an alcoholic beer. Um, you know, this you know, a couple of years ago. So, so alcohol free drinks was a big, a massive help. Um, and then, as I say, having, you know, having a partner who, who doesn't drink also yeah, it does help yeah and so um what have you noticed about yourself what's been the kind of biggest area of personal growth that you've seen in yourself yeah um I think uh anxiety is just the the, the biggest one mm-hmm. um you know for me I, you know I got to a point where I was you know I probably suffered anxiety for you know, nine ten years um never really done much about it then sort of end of 2019 actually gave in and thought I'm gonna have to go on medication to you know to do this um but then being able to actually cut that and come off medication 
you know, from reducing alcohol, you know, well, giving up alcohol and going completely sober and realizing that actually a lot of that anxiety was built up from from the alcohol. Um, I think, you know, just the mental state is that the biggest sleep is, you know, is a massive one. Um, and yeah, all these things are interlinked, you know, good, good sleep, you know, good mental health is, you know, they, they are so, so linked. And I think it's so easy to go, right, drink's going to help me, help me sleep. Um, and it really doesn't. Yeah. And um, I mean, I think one of the frustrating things about the kind of dialogue, I mean, it's getting better, but we're still not there, is talking about these links. It's just mm. like, look, you know, there should be on the label of alcohol, yeah. you know, not suitable for pregnant women or those that suffer from depression and anxiety, mm. you know, or trauma, but that's taking another you know level but it's just like informing having informed consent around alcohol you know that it, it just might not be the right thing for you and the right thing for your brain and just mm-hmm. how many people question it I mean I question it probably I, I mean I didn't question drinking because it was just what everyone did but I certainly was sober curious when I've met the first person that didn't drink, you know, and that was like happily not drinking. I was like, what? sorry. So it's about when I was 22. I was just like, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't. It was like, you know, what, how, how is that possible? And this, the curiosity was there and, you know, and my own kind of mental health journey just, yeah, it's frustrating. I wish there was, you know, we well, that's why we recover out loud and talk about these things. But it always just kind of frustrates me that these links aren't being made because people are, yeah, you know, and then you take it on yourself and you think, well, I've done something wrong and it's me and I've got a problem, et cetera. And it's just like, look, it's just not, it's not a good match. It's, it's, it's funny, isn't it? Because I think as well, having like the UK is very open with alcohol. You know, if you look at Canada, you look at Australia, you can't get alcohol in the supermarkets. Mm. It's all through liquor stores. But actually what, probably a fifth of the UK supermarkets is an alcohol aisle. Mm. That's a lot. And it's not, you know, it's not behind closed doors or anything. It's just widely open. I mean, you know, how many times you walk in the supermarket and straight in front of you is a whole stand of alcohol that they're, they're pushing for their summer special. Um, you know, I was really, intri- you know, amazed the other day to see a whole alcohol free, you know, stand at the front. I mean, I think that's brilliant, but actually, as, as you say, as a society, as a, as a country, uh, we, we definitely are very alcohol led. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, there was something on social media the other day actually about that, that um, they'd, that there was a whole, with the kind of soft drinks, so, you know, Coke and lemonade and all the tonics, yeah. they'd put, you know, vodkas and, and whiskeys mm. above them as kind of, you know, as a match. And it was like, wow, that's so just, yeah, just, it's, it's not, 
none of nothing about that is okay you know it's like that's where kids go um that's our safe space you know as 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 sober people it's like no you know don't encroach on that or the kind of hard seltzers that are coming out I mean we we have those in France and um you know it's it's zero calorie zero you know vegan friendly all these things and it's water and vodka that's what it is you know like but it looks so pretty and it's you know and it and it's next to the waters and it's and like... that's the thing i think it's it's almost making that completely acceptable that oh it's so you know oh it's low alcohol you know it's it's, it's got a little bit in but it's a sparkling water and it's like mm, but it's not it's a it's an alcoholic drink but they are branding it very very cleverly that it is you know it's a sparkling water yeah yeah it's um yeah, well, this is why, you know, coming around to kind of what mm. you're doing, um, you know, tell us a little bit why you created the app and what does it do? Yeah, so um, so it, it links, obviously, everything back to to my journey and what, what I, um, part of my sort of giving up was, as I say, I, I found alcohol-free drinks as a real key part of, of giving up. And I appreciate it's not for everyone. Um and you know, I always say that it's some people it's it's very very helpful for, and others actually don't don't want that, and that's that's fine. Um, but I, you know, when I I used to drink, I used you know, Untapped the beer app, and I used you know, you've got Vivino the wine app, and I was there like, there's nothing for alcohol free. Um, yeah, you know, I'm very app focused. I you know I pretty much live my life on my phone, which probably isn't the most healthy thing but you know so much is through discovering on 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 apps now and I had this vision that I was like I want to create an app for alcohol free I want to discover all these great drinks I'd seen on you know on something like untapped you know some brands that alcohol free beers that got slated you know really really good products but alcohol drinkers just were because it doesn't have alcohol in it's suddenly missing something um and probably in a blind taste test they would have no idea but because they know it's alcohol free they don't like it um and I wanted to create a space where people could review products um in an environment where they knew what they were tasting they knew that they were alcohol free it gives a much better uh rating um you know being able to go on the app discover what drinks are available, um, where you can buy them online. Um, and now what we're just rolling out at the moment, we're talking about it is our places, which my background is hospitality, um, working with a lot of major restaurant chains. And for me, that's the most exciting, you know, going out um, and not knowing whether they're going to have alcohol free options is quite awful, really, because you, you know, it's a big part of, you know, my life now is going and going I, you know, I want that beer I want that I don't want to feel I'm missing out and that's what I want to create is a space on the app that you can go right I'm here what's around me or I'm going out for dinner tonight I know I'm going to London what bars are there um or you know I want to go and try a specific, you know, certain drink there's so many drinks to try and and actually you know I want to go and try a liars cocktail or I want to go and try naughty or you know actually being able to go right where's where can I buy it 
Yeah, and it's and it's so great because it, I mean that comes up in our community. People are ask all the time. It's like you know we're going out to the theatre in London. Does anyone know? Yeah. You know where you can go because it is. It's about kind of creating a life that you love, and part of that is socialising in in mm. a safe way. And also, and there's a you know when you find those gems, you know those alcohol-free bars or bars that have good you know non-alcoholic cocktails it's super exciting you know because they do they work hard at them you know and it can be really kind of I can't remember where it was that we went um it was like it was in Soho but it was like downstairs and it was this really kind of nice um you know lounge bar and I was there I'm name dropping now but I was there with Claire Pauley and Jolene Park when Jolene was in London but um and we went and we had the most amazing cocktails um but it's finding these things out um and I think when people are not very confident at the beginning that can be quite daunting because you can phone a a restaurant and ask them but you know that's yeah yeah. it's hard isn't it doing that because you you feel and it's silly, isn't it? I mean, it's it, it's stupid because actually you'd phone a restaurant if you were a vegan or you'd or gluten free, and you wanted to double triple check, you would you would phone and that wouldn't be questioned. Mm. But yeah, something about going oh alcohol, and I don't know whether it's that we're worried that they're going to go yeah we've got coke and you think ah oh. <laughs> you yeah. know live it live in live in the and there's nothing wrong with coke but. Um, yeah people love it but yeah the thought of having pints and pints of high sugar I mean you know that's enough to stop you sleeping as well (laughs) yeah so the app is called better without it is yeah um and so it's a free app right on free yes so it's free um you you can download it you when you sign up we sort of ask what type of drinks you like um we use that to tailor stuff like news so if you if you don't like beer there's no point in you seeing a beer article um on our news dashboard so we we want to try and tailor it to actually what you what you like um so it's free to download it's available in the uk america canada australia and soon to be new zealand and i'm hoping singapore as well singapore is quite behind in alcohol free but we really want to help with that uplift of the, the movement wowzer and so you said so you've got so you can tailor it to drinks that you're you're interested in yeah um and then you can also sort of tailor it to where you are and what's around you at the time yeah so um so when you go on you know the first thing you'll do is select country and, that, and we use that to show you what drinks are available in your country because you know, we've got 300 plus brands on the app, probably one and a half thousand products and not everything's available in every country. Um, so by selecting your country, it will show you what's, you know, what's available. But then, um, you know, you could go on and say, right, I'm you could even say, um, you know, I'm going on holiday in Australia. No, we're not allowed in currently, but I'm going on holiday in Australia. You can but dream, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um uh, you know, I'm going to Australia, what, what is there? You know, what restaurants in Sydney? Um, so that is, you know, being able to not only look at what's around you currently, but actually, you know, using it as a bit of a travel tool. Amazing. I'm always uh, like 
in awe of tech because I'm so <laughs> so far from ever being able to create anything like that. Um, and so, you know, um, what if people want to get in touch or they want to learn more, what do they do? Just go onto, you know, iTunes or their own Android app. So, so I mean, in terms of downloading the app, um, it's on the App Store, um, so search Better Without or Google Play. Um, but we have obviously Instagram. Um, so we put on uh, sort of suggestions of different drinks and you know, we try and keep it very much an educational tool as well on, on Instagram and connect with the community. So, you know, we'd love to hear, hear feedback. And so our Instagram is better without app. Um, and we have a website better without dot app. Um, so we're always keen to hear feedback, you know, feedback of what people want. And, you know, when we launched the app, um, you know, we spent the first three months really gathering feedback because we launched very quickly, you know, from idea to, to launch was like 16 weeks. So, you know, we, we spent that first three months going, right, let's engage with what people want. You know, what a, what a beer lover will want will be very different from someone that actually just wants to go and discover restaurants. And um, so you work with, I, I'm like, I can't remember her name now. Do so you work Lisa. with <laughs> Sober and Standing? Uh, yeah. Yeah. How did you guys meet? So that through Instagram. Um, so Lisa started her sober journey uh, at the beginning of the year um, on the 1st of January. And she, uh, and very, very soon after we launched um, the app, and she posted, I think, middle of January saying, oh, you know, took a photo of a pub being, and pubs were closed at the time. And she wanted to sort of share her, her story within the sort of sober community on Instagram and going, you know, I'm newly sober and actually I haven't been to a pub since I've been sober because they're not open. So what are they going to have? What and, and that's where we replied saying, you know, it's coming soon. Um, and... Uh, then we got talking and and you know, haven't haven't looked back. I think you know she she's been big part of you know better without and what we're doing and and you know we come at it at very different angles and that's that's very helpful. And I think um, you know we both feel you know but both being so I think being sober doing the app is so important. You know because it 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 comes from the heart in terms of actually wanting you know wanting to think not only for for yourself but knowing that actually how useful that this is so yeah that's how we met oh amazing it's so I mean we can get down on social media which I do pretty much every day when I want to like <laughs> throw my phone at the wall um but you know I've met incredible friends through Instagram the sober community on Instagram is is fantastic you know yeah. and there's so many great resources um so what's your favorite um, if you could give one beer, oh gosh, I don't know whether you can say that actually because you, you work with people. <laughs> one of your favourites. One of my favourites. Yeah, what would it be uh, like a, a a beer and then a non? Yeah, oh, like a spirit. That's that's that is a tricky one. So I mean, I I'm very much um, you know I think different drinks of different moments, different occasions, um, and I'm very fortunate. I've tried a lot of drinks. <laughs> I bet you um, I, you know, being a beer lover, um, I think uh, there's two, I mean, there's, 
they sort of I, I'm gonna I'm gonna annoy you and pick three three brands and, and just purely based on Guinness because I just loved Guinness and I haven't yeah, tried got, it yet. Yeah, is oh, it it's good? Very, it's very good. If you liked Guinness, it is very, very good. Um, exciting. You know, if you didn't like Guinness, you're not going to like it because, and it, it does make me laugh, people that are trying it, like, oh, it's awful. It's like, but if you never liked Guinness, you're not going to like it. <laughs> yeah. um, does it have a head on it? It does, yeah, yeah. And oh, it amazing. pours so well. I mean, it is just, it, it's it's amazing. Um, I'm still trying to get them on the app, but um so anyone from Diageo, please you know, do get in touch. Um, so that just because I loved the, the the beer and it was a real one for me of I felt I hadn't you know, hadn't got it um, when when I gave up. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of what Lucky Saint are doing, and you know, it's a very you know, it's one one beer, one you know, their lager unfiltered, available on draft. Again, I think you know they've trying it in different formats is 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 amazing and then people like big drop big drop just come out with you know great stuff all the time i love their collaborations they've come out with some some really really good different beers so it's sort of a that sort of mass produced you know one of guinness and then you know one uh lucky saint with their, their lager and then uh you know almost big drop with all their their crafty stuff mm. Nice. I'm so I completely forgot about the Guinness thing. I'm gonna I don't think that's made it over to France. I mean France is very behind. Um, <laughs> it's only just it's only just made it to the UK really in the last yeah. month. I mean I you know went out and found a Morrison's and, and was like, there's four four packs of cans and I'll have them. <laughs> yeah, some things don't change. <laughs> yeah, still gonna take my four packs. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you know, I think it's, I mean, that's the the sort of beauty of just like being honest and open about it and just, you know, yeah, like as Janie Lee Grace says, which I love, it's like, you know, keep the ritual, just change the recipe, you know, and it's like, yeah, you don't have to miss out. Again, it's person specific for some people. Um, Drinks like that are massively triggering. For me, I personally, like for a really long time, I was looking for, you know, I, I drank wine, so I was looking for red wine. They're all horrible. Um, and then, and I mean, I've been particularly spoiled because I live in France. My husband's got a wine cellar, so, you know. Um, yeah, and, and then some white wines, sparkling wines were okay. But then I went somewhere and they had a, it was a very, very, very good uh, white wine. Mm. Very good. I mean, what does that mean? But it was a very authentic tasting and I had one sip and I was like no <laughs> it's interesting isn't it yeah. it's very um funny enough I had it the other day and I tried a very very good rosé and I was like oh yeah that is that's close and that is that's the first time in all my alcohol-free drinks mm. I've tried that I was a bit like almost I really want more and mm. and so I think there is an element of that, you know, it's, it's, you know, right time, right thing. And I, and I, you know, they are so useful alcohol free drinks in the right, you know, for the right people, right. You know, process and everything. Yeah. I, I went to my friend's wedding recently and, you know, sober wedding is always people are like, Oh, 
I mean, it was a boozy wedding as well. Mm. Um, but I had planned, and I think that's the big thing with, you know, if you're you're sticking to it and, and doing sobriety, you you do have to plan. But actually, by planning and taking that bottle of naughty or taking that, you know, those those beers with you, actually you you know i still had my drink for that moment and actually the cater the caterers were amazing you know, they literally got me an ice bucket they were like whenever you need topping up just flag us they knew not to fill mine up with normal um i say normal but alcohol you know prosecco um and i think that's the thing if you're looked after um but you do have to plan you know i think you know we are still in you know the the education phase especially for hospitality um uh, but but I think if you plan and I didn't feel I was missing out then and I think that's the big thing is when people ask me they're like oh I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you give you've given up and I'm like but probably every time you've tried to sort of not drink alcohol is because you're driving or because you've you're doing you know a week off alcohol you're naturally wanting craving the alcohol because mm. you feel like you're missing out you feel like you're driving and you've had something taken away from you where actually I drive I take all my drinks and I'm like great I can have yeah, a good it's time like Billy and Bonus. I can drive back and yeah. I think that's the difference if you're in the mindset of I'm oh I'm not drinking and I'm missing something um where actually if you embrace it and go hey look I've got all these drinks to try um and where most people say when you give up alcohol, you lose weight, I've done completely the opposite uh, <laughs> because I think I've tried far too many drinks. Um, you know, I've gone, I've gone from being quite healthy to now doing very little exercise and drinking lots of alcohol-free drinks. <laughs> but still, hey, you know. <laughs> exactly, I'm, I'm sober, so that's, that's, that's the benefit. <laughs> it's good enough. Yeah, and I mean, I talking about weddings, I mean, my... I've had some very, very, very embarrassing moments at weddings. You know, that that's a real, like, that was a real danger zone for me because, you know, you've got the anxiety of being around people that you don't really know. You've got the anxiety of maybe ex-boyfriends or, you know, like yeah. people from your past being there. Um, you've got a free bar. Um, yeah. You free know, that's, it's just, that was, yeah. So I've got two very, very, kind of took a lot of work to get over the shame of those weddings um and then I went to a wedding sober and it was just the most fun because I didn't oh. have to care about any of those things again like I planned it so I had my you know a couple of friends with me that knew um and I remember at one point my friend's um boyfriend I was sat on the side because I was still quite shy um and everyone was dancing and I was sat on the side and he was like you want to dance don't you and I was like yeah and he's like what's stopping you and I was like I don't know I just feel a bit mm. you know present <laughs> like yeah. in my body a bit sort of yeah and he was like literally no one's looking at you and it was like oh yeah you know it was just that permission it's just like no one's looking at you they're all just in their own world and so I just got right in the middle and just started like really awkwardly you know dancing and then just let myself go and, and again even dancing you know in high heels at a wedding sober is is a lot less dangerous and you know a lot more you can dance properly so and, there was and just you can so much enjoy that yeah. moment of yeah I mean I, 
you can if you can let go of that sort of placebo effect of just enjoying and relaxing um and you are in that moment and you you know it's yeah there's something very quite liberating about it I did a I did a Hindu sober which I think is pretty impressive and uh, uh but I sang more karaoke then than I ever would have you know, because I think I just went I'm gonna embrace it and I'm just yeah. gonna have fun and and as you say no one cared yeah and I think it you just get a bit more skillful about who you surround yourself yeah. with you know it's like I I get very I can tell very easily now if I'm if I'm walking in a room and my anxiety is like vroom, it's like okay it's probably not yeah. the safe space for you you know there's something else going on here it's not you it's it's the environment that you're in and so it's like quick exit you know <laughs> yeah. um, and and also the other thing of of, of knowing that you're going to come out of it the other end and and not have any of that shame or you know guilt or worry or fear or you know it's just such a great feeling when you wake up the next day and you're like oh <laughs> you know yeah. I'm feeling fine I wonder how everyone else <laughs> and is everyone doing. hates you at that moment <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but it's you need those boosts again that's it's you're not missing out on a hangover do you know what I mean so like let's yeah I'm sorry I am going to be a little bit you know um what's the word proud of that girthy and um, annoying is yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know but I I don't you know I'll share that with my sober community right I won't like throw that in the face of my friends that much <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just a bit. Um, so what are the plans and projects going forward you know what's mm. the vision for better without and yeah the project yeah so I mean the the vision is very much to make make alcohol-free drinks very accessible you know through you know educating through the app and through community being able to say discover lots of lots of venues and that's something we're very much growing that's our focus for the next you know sort of six months you know I want I want to be having hundreds and thousands of venues you know just on the app um you know being able to go actually no matter what country you're in and if we're in there you know you'll be able to go actually if I want a fine dining place that's too much in star can I find someone that's got a drink or actually I want uh you know a pub a local pub you know is that is there options there so that that's you know that's my vision that's where I want to take it and you know accelerate the alcohol free you know industry the movement um you know I hope that what we're doing is adding value and and gaining exposure for you know for the brands in terms of if if we you know I'm a firm believer if we can all raise this category together um and raise the you know sober movement and the alcohol free or low and no you know by doing it together actually we'll all get what we want and I think that's you know I'm very passionate about what we've you know what's been created and actually the reason for it and wanting to be you know recognized um that it's you know that it's an app that actually is going to be be useful to people yeah that made me feel a little bit emotional actually just the fact that 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 there's meaning behind all of this and sometimes it gets it gets lost in you know in the world of social media and people get criticized Mm -hmm. you know 
for being an influencer or you know all these things it's happened to me you know um and it's like actually there's meaning behind this you know this is like trying to create safe spaces for people who don't want to drink alcohol to be able to you know live their lives in you know sustainable ways and part of that is being social especially in in the UK you know where where pubs have and and pubs are important you know and I do believe that you know pubs are important parts of the community I worked in a pub when I was younger I still have a very good relationship with them and you know they invited me to come and talk in the pub about my book and it's because for them it's it's a community it's a it's it's a part of the community and you know what we're trying to do is just raise awareness and it works both ways right for venues too it's like okay this is this has got added value this is meaningful for us so we're going to invest in this because it's going to bring customers in um and and for us it allows us spaces to go so it it yeah it's more than just finding alcohol drinks it's it's creating social change in a sense to allow us all to be able to be ourselves you know within social situations so yeah well done thank you yeah um so we always finish the podcast with um a tip of the day uh-huh. and your reason to love being sober cool that's a good question <laughs> i mean tip of the day I mean there's there's two bits to the tip of the day tip of the day is don't rely on Instagram Facebook and uh WhatsApp for communication it's probably very apt considering we were uh, recording this the day after they went down um but actually I think that it links quite well to a tip that you know we are social media can be so helpful and especially in a sober you know uh, the sober environment it can also be very damaging you know as you say there's lots of negativity towards it online and and I think actually putting that phone away for a bit is always helpful and having that time away and I, I think in a really strange way it was quite liberating last night going we couldn't access all this stuff and for five hours and it's like I, I can't think of a time where that's ever happened mm-hmm. um so I think my, my tip is just you know take take time away from from social it's very helpful but it's also you know I think does a lot of damage mm, yeah I know I had that secret like little wish it was like maybe it's just I know <laughs> it, 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 yeah I, I think the longer it went on I was like this is this is quite nice, yeah. quite nice. because I know I think as well because I knew I wasn't missing out on anything because yeah. no one else could post so yeah. there was no you know FOMO of going oh what am I not going to see so yeah, yeah like maybe we all just have to start again, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and what's your reason to love being sober? Um, I think my, I mean, obviously anxiety, not having anxiety is a massive one, but actually the community is, is massive. You know, the, the from you know, the sober community and the people around it, but to, you know, the fantastic creators behind all these great drinks um there is a there's a massive community and and all people that are wishing well on each other and want to want to work together and want people to succeed yeah yeah I love that I was thinking that I was just thinking oh god yeah you get to meet all the makers and you know all that side of it and I bet there's quite a lot of stories there as well you know sort of interesting 
reasons and passions. Um, I, I remember meeting the guys from Gimba. Yes. Um, which I love. That's probably one of my favourite drinks, you know, and they just had such a good spirit and such good kind of vision of, of what they wanted to do with their drink. That's why I love the the Mindful Drinking Festival. It's, it's so fun, like going around, testing everything and, and meeting everyone. And yeah, the community, I hadn't even considered on that side of it as well. And it's a, it's a massive community. And I, I did do a podcast for a while. We interviewed about 20 different brands. I want to do it again, but it, you know, as you know, it's a, it's a time consuming thing. Yeah. Um, but hearing people's stories, I just love hearing people's stories. I just think it's fascinating. And what's the podcast called? Because uh, it was called The Low and No Show. Oh, wow. And there's Is 20 this... episodes um, from everything from beer to wine to, yeah, the lot. Oh, well, I'll definitely put that on the on the show notes for people. They can check that out. Well, thanks, Johnny. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting. Thank you Um, very much. And, you know, and hopefully get to see you in real life. Not Yes, I'm sure very soon. (laughs) Yeah. And so, yeah, you know, check it out, guys. And, you know, support um, our sort of fellow Sobros and Sober Sisters in the community doing great things. And, you know, if you're immediately concerned about your drinking, then please do, you know, reach out to us, uh, info at lovesober.com or, you know, go to your doctor. Um, Alcohol Change has really great resources for support. Um, You're not alone. So do reach out and um, we'll see you next week for more chats.